It's the Pandarin Talk. The Pandarin Talk. Everybody knows it's the Pandarin Talk. The Pandarin Talk. The Pandarin Talk. Everybody knows it's the Pandarin Talk. Welcome back to the Pandarin Talk. My name's Sean Dangler, and yes, I'm with you again. This is another edition of a day in the life. Mm-hmm. Darn tootin'. You got it. I'm here. Yeah, baby. And yes. Uh, what I am talking about this week is uh, this, guys. I'm talking about... AJR. That's right. We went to an AJR concert uh last night there we go on tuesday this will be coming out i guess on thursday but so two nights ago we went to is our first concert we've been to and obviously like i don't know if it's quite two years a year and a half if you don't know ajr you're like i've never heard of them you probably have you listen to pop Music. They sing a song called uh, Bang, which has been extremely popular, which is probably my almost least favorite song of theirs, but it's it's decent. It's their most popular one. They had A Week, which was a few years ago, and some other songs. Basically, if you went on Spotify, you probably would know one or two of their songs if you listen to any kind of modern music. So, yeah, it was... Uh, it was a good show. I will say this. Don't tell Kim Reynolds this. I trust none of you will tell Kim Reynolds this. But they did require you to be vaccinated or I think have like a negative test within the last, I don't know, day or 72 hours. I don't honestly remember. So they tried to make it as safe as possible as they could for, you know, people attending the event. So that was uh, that was unique, you know. It was different because uh, that was the first time my wife and I had to remember to use our vaccine cards, and fortunately, uh, it worked out for us. And we had them, you know, we got our vaccine cards, and we we're like, "Hey, baby, we're coming in, and we're talking, we're going to a concert." And so that part was exciting uh, to finally. You know, just be able to attend a concert and you had pretty good, uh, you know, happiness or whatever you want to say that people were there safely. And so that's enough about that. But we get there, we're there like a half an hour early before the concert starts. Uh, mainly because one of the reasons I was working downtown, literally at the building, the hotel next to. Wells Fargo at the Hilton all day, and I just figured, hey, we'll just meet there, and so we just met at the stadium, and then walked around, we were like the old couple at the mall, walking laps, Kim and I, because I was trying to figure out a place to eat, and guys, I hate to admit this, but I did get Chick-fil-A, uh, out of all the places, uh, not because I'm a huge Chick-fil-A fan, Solely because it was the healthiest option there. And that does not speak a lot because I still got all I got. Fried chicken sandwich. But nothing else. I was like, I was just trying to go through the concession stands and being like, what would taste good? 
What will not make me feel terrible? Bam. Chicken sandwich. <laughs> From Chick-fil-A. And honestly, guys, I'm not going to lie. You know, I've never said I've had a good chicken sandwich there. Well, guess what? Chicken sandwich at the stadium has was the best chicken sandwich I've had from Chick-fil-A. So I guess the only time I can get Chick-fil-A is at Wells Fargo Arena. Let me give you a bag of chips and a cookie for your combo, which is good. Because it's not like a real Chick-fil-A. It's like they make the food elsewhere and then just bring it over so you don't... Basically, the burgers are all in, like, you know, when the pizza guy brings a pizza in a pizza box inside a thing, a delivery driver, a little warmer. That's what all the chicken sandwiches are in. And then the cookie and chips are, you know, those aren't meant to be warm. But that was great. But then we go into the concert, and it's, you know, it was, you walk in, and you're like, whew. And great, that's still before, you know, not everyone shows up for the openers. And you're like, oh, man, light crowd. Not, like, light, light, but it's like, yeah, this isn't going to be a packed house tonight. Which is okay, you know, not the worst thing in the world during COVID. But I will say, uh, up near the stage, that was, like, completely full of mosh pit or whatever. I don't know what you call that. That's packed, you know. Basically, the bottom of the stadium where the court would be, that was filled side to side, probably about, I don't know, 25 yards back. Maybe 40 40 might. No, 30? 35? Maybe that. I don't know. That's pretty deep. But if you looked up in the stands, even after the show started and then and when AJR actually took the stage, it was... They had... Oh, what was it? They basically had... Like you'd see around the lower bowl. They didn't have the whole stadium open. They basically had the lower bowl and then the suites open. And the lower bowl... It filled in a little bit, but there is still, like, gaps. Like, for us, we're on one end of the row. We got the end rows. And then uh, there's two two people on the other end. No one in between us. So this entire row, there's just two people, two people. And then our friend joined us. So there's just three of us. It's kind of funny because I totally got the end rows because I just, I like being on the end so I can get out of there quicker. I don't have to get up and go through people when I go to the bathroom or whatever like that. Didn't matter. I could just add anywhere, honestly. So, uh, yeah, it, it filled in a little bit, but yeah, it wasn't full by any means. I don't know. I've gone to a few events. I feel like that might have been the least attended of all the ones. And, you know, it could be people scared of COVID still, but it's Iowa. So, really, our people, I don't know. But, whatever. Decent size, or all right size crowd, I would say. But, I am talking way too much about what's going on. Let's just talk about the actual show. So they had two openers. Was not expecting two openers. Uh, not like burning. I They were both good. One was Daisy the Great. Uh, and this is the first time I've ever gone to a concert and seen uh, a band and been like, I'm older than them. <laughs> like I can clearly tell I am older than them. Like I, That's the first time. First time I've, I've gone to a show. Uh, a music a concert and truly felt that which is okay you know I'm not you know gonna be throw a fit about it but they were pretty good they just released a single with AJR and yeah they're just a younger band playing a bunch of unreleased stuff and you know I had no idea what it was but it was enjoyable and I uh, I, I liked it 
And I would say if you want to check out a new band, they're they're pretty decent. They play some, I would say, upbeat stuff. Also, I will say I don't, I'm really bad at listening to lyrics. Doesn't translate. So I never know what they're actually talking about. So maybe it's really sad stuff. I have no idea, but sounded upbeat to me. Next one was Sasha Alex, and I already forgot Brown. No, I don't think it's that. Uh, you go look it up. There, it's, she's on their website. She was also younger. Thought she was older than me. Nope, younger than me. She was a good singer, but her music was a little more slower, a little more th- methodic, and more sad. Uh, she even mentioned that herself. And so, she was alright. Uh... Because that's what we thought. I think she was a special guest. So I don't know what that means when you're on tour. You have an opener and then a special guest. Like what, what that gives her. But she was, uh, she was decent too. But not, I would probably say if you want happier music that. If you like being sad and depressed, go with those Sasha, Alex, whatever their last name is. Because <laughs> I can't remember it. And then we go to AJR, guys. And that come out well they don't actually come out they have like this script i've never seen this i'm always amazed when the people can do this but it was this new like they had this sc- screen that was like on the side and like before the show started while the other performers are going i thought that was just like stuff hanging i don't know what like lights just hanging from the side of the stage and, and whatnot but the screen actually it was like see-through almost like you couldn't tell that it was like an led wall or however they like it was done, but basically it swung in before the concert had been like out the whole time for the other one, so you didn't know it swung in. And then it swung in, and they do this uh, like visual thing, and they have almost this three D effect of this face trying to come out from the screen, which is kind of creepy. You know, it kind of gave me some weird uh, weird vibes. Uh, I'm a scary cat, so I get scared easily. Whatever show starts, and. AJR just kicks it off with a lot of energy, and I will say, the lead singer, I don't know how many steps he got in, but he got in a lot of steps, he moves around a lot, uh, the piano player, uh, they're a band of brothers if you didn't know the piano player, <laughs> love him trying hard to look like he's really having fun, uh, well he is having fun, but like dancing while playing piano, because you can't really move away from the piano, always a hand has to be playing if you're playing the piano, so, a little hard there, but the concert itself, uh, the music was great, if you know the music. But their their, their stage presence, and uh, our friend Evan Joint was with us, and he, he had said his brother went to them a few nights ago in Peoria, and said their stage presence was great. And his brother was not wrong. They definitely know how to put on a show and have a lot of energy for being a, th- a three-piece band. Like, this lead singer literally did, like, all the work, because he's just moving around the stage and singing the whole time, dancing like a crazy man. But they kind of had a nice little artistic touch with that, like, LED wall swung back and forth and would do different things, and you could see it, and it was unique. It was definitely a unique show, I feel like, out of a lot of concerts I've gone to, it, it kind of told a story, and was good from that standpoint, is that it kind of wove things in and out, did different things, things I've never seen before a band do on the LED wall, like, they had this little little, like, walkway up on top of the stage where they, like, that was, like, a thing of the airplane uh, walking treadmill thing, you know, where you gotta get faster but going the opposite way so it just looks like they're walking. 
And then they would have the LED wall behind them kind of play along with them. And so they kind of played with that screen at the same time, which was cool. And at one point, they were drumming back there, and then basically, it's a song where I think they play with the Blue Man Brothers, or, or Blue Man Group. It's featured on there. And they play with them, and it turns into like paint. If you've ever been to a Blue Man Group show, they love paint. And so it turns into that where on the LED wall, they're playing with this paint. It's pretty cool. Uh, pretty unique and yeah they just had a lot of energy and did a lot of different things to keep the crowd entertained where you're not like obviously with the open acts they can't really say but they're just kind of singing to the crowd maybe moving and grooving a little bit but they're not actually playing with this led wall like the led wall is there to tell a story and help them move along the show which made it more interesting at one point uh they they they, you know, didn't stop the show. But they actually legitimately talked to the audience, did some crowd work, which is always nice. Some of it, you're like, oh, we do this individually. And I think I think it was genuine where they're actually like talking to the people and not just making something up about a person. Uh, but at the same time, I could see that they do that trick at every show. Oh, no. It's always interesting to crowd work because stand-up comedy, you kind of know the... Uh, behind the scenes thing where some of it not necessarily contrived but you pretty much know what's gonna work with people pretty easily and you can do it to anyone and they'll, they'll think it's original in a way but it not necessarily is so it was enjoyable uh talking and performing or watching them do all that stuff and yeah, they kind of broke up the show in different ways where they talked to the audience. And so it wasn't just like, hey, we're going to talk to one. Hello, Des Moines. And then just play music and then be like, hey, this is our band. Bye. And then like that type of stuff. What was interesting is uh, <laughs> we get to the encore. We get to the encore here. Uh, at no point did they, like we went to a Lumineers concert and they like came out in the middle of the stage. Weezer had like a mechanic mechanical boat thing drag them around so they'd come out farther they didn't come really that far off of stage they, they got out a little bit but not too far but we get to the encore and like i don't know if you've been to most most concerts you know musicians do encore but that's like two girls like are like leaving and you're like oh they must be just like going to the bathroom and maybe that's what they were doing but it really seemed like they were leaving the show and then AJR comes back after the encore. And immediately, these girls are bolting down like they just were like, oh, crap. They fooled us. But like, if you go to a concert, most of the time, you pretty much know they're going to play an encore. But the interesting thing with this, I feel like other bands I've gone and, you know, with their encore, it's kind of just like, okay, what hits do they have? And let's just play like one or two hits we didn't play during the show. And that's it. We're out. The, inter the interesting, cool thing with AJR is they did a couple songs. But it, it still told a story of the show. Like, the show was not done, necessarily. Like, when they said their quote, or, you know, originally done it. That thing. Like, and so it kind of tied up the, the whole show together. And they actually played a song that was like, and I'd been waiting for it, but it was one of the songs that was on their out like on their newest album because that's what this tour kind of was and they just got undone doing that i just got to that song and it was the like last one usually the encore i always feel like the encore song is typically a song that has been played 
like an older song from an older album, but they actually saved like one of their best songs off their new album for it. So that was really cool. And I may have spoiled it, but I don't think you got anyone will be going to AJR on this podcast uh, anytime soon. So, because I don't think they're coming anytime back to Iowa soon. I was looking at the tour last night, and it looks like this year they're just trying to knock out through October, I think, a bunch of just small cities, you know, like middle mid-sized cities, like Des Moines. Because there's some I'm like I've never heard of that one, and I think next year they they're hoping. I guess their plan probably was like let's do these small ones. So we don't burn as much cash if it doesn't go well. And next year they're hoping, it looks like they're trying to hit all the major cities. You know, New York, LA, Chicago, Kansas City, Minneapolis. Like that type of stuff. So if they hit that, then, you know, they make a little more money. They're probably betting on hopefully COVID's not as bad. They can do more things. So that is it, guys. What I'm saying is you should go to AJR if you get a chance. They put on a good show. It's fun. If you haven't listened to them, you should give them a try. My name's Sean Danger. Thank you for listening. Like, subscribe, do all that jazz. And thank you so much. And have a wonderful week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Pandering Talk. If you got any questions, concerns, or comments, just hit us up on our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, all under The Pandering Talk. Thank you, and have a wonderful day.